Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. bunch of booms the last couple days with players committing to the UCF Knights for the class of 2024. We will talk about them all in the next couple players that could potentially be on Boom Watch. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Charge On. As always, I'm your host, Sean Green. Before we get started, as always, a quick word from our sponsors, Bet Online. BetOnline is your number one source for all your championship finals, info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup finals. BetOnline is your sports intel headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs. From basketball and hockey to MLB, UFC, and boxing. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get into the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. What a week that we had. Or what a past couple days, right? Uh, the thing I love about the June-July time is not just that college football and the NFL are close, right? Because they are moments away. We, we can see the season coming toward us, right? But what's exciting about June is, as we know, and we've talked about it, right? June is the time, there's the period where players can take their official visits. Schools get to kind of make their pitch to these recruits in this upcoming class and future classes, but mostly in the 24 class that, hey, come to UCF or come to my school and you're going to really shine, and we're going to get you to the league. And if we're not going to get you to the league, we're going to make sure that we set you up for success in whatever it is you want to do post-football, right? So, obviously, we all talked about Bounce House Weekend. It's the biggest weekend of UCF's recruiting year, right? There are other times in the year where players take visits, and it's just as crucial and just as important, right? But Bounce House Weekend is kind of that time where you're going to get the bulk of your recruits in this month. Now, I mentioned on one of the previous charge-ons, I said, I love that UCF does their main recruiting weekend at the beginning of the month. Most schools don't do that. Most schools are in the middle to end of June because they want to make the final impression, right? Which I understand. I get that. That's it's a good slot to have because if you know it's recency bias, right? If I go to a McDonald's, right, and then I eat at a Popeyes, and that's the final meal I have is a Popeyes, you would think that it just sticks in your head like, oh, I that Popeyes was really good. But McDonald's is always gonna be in the back of your head. Like, oh, I you know what? I gotta go to McDonald's. McDonald's is really good. Maybe a bad analogy. You tell me down in the comments below if, if that was good or not. But the point I'm trying to make is the reason I love that UCF starts at the beginning of the month is recruits 
say, this was a great start to my official visits. This is a great start to my recruiting this month. Uh, these other schools have a lot to live up to. And we said, every single recruit says UCF is like a family. It's a family atmosphere. They feel like these coaches, though football is important, the coaches care about them as human beings. They care about them as men. And it's not all about football. Right? It's not. So, what I really like and what I love hearing out of all of these coming out of Bounce House Weekend is the family dynamic. And then when these players are taking their their other official visits, you kind of get a feel. And listen, we won't know until they commit, right? But you kind of give it a feel that the players that UCF are in for, it kind of feels like they're getting those guys. Or they have a really good chance of getting those guys. At some point, if not now, in the future. Right? You know... We're going to talk this show. I'm looking up something live on the pod. Obviously, you see I'm by myself. I don't have Rob and Nick here. Nick, so we record on Thursday nights. Nick, uh, he does softball now on Thursdays. So we're we're finding, we've got to find times to get Nick on now. Um, he needs to know once the season starts, you know, our recording schedule, it shouldn't interfere with his, um, his abysmal softball game. Um, but I want to look at, I'm, I'm looking up something for the future, but let's get into a couple things. Um, obviously our three commits, we had commits basically back to back to back to back, right? And the big one, let's talk about the big one, right? Stacy Gage, we talked about it on last week's pod, um, almost a week, um, ago since he committed to the Knights, he committed on a Saturday, um, we brought you and Epson on Friday, and, and we said how big of a commit Stacy Gage would be. I I don't I think UCF fans are are really understanding, and I think obviously a lot of the outside people that are not UCF fans are very nonchalant about it. They're like, oh, you know, just a small running back recruit, Florida acting like they didn't want him. Oklahoma fans acting like Oklahoma just didn't want him anymore. I find it very funny. And UCF's going to have to deal with this, right? People are afraid of UCF. They are. There's no question that if you are a college football fan and you're looking at UCF, for example, uh, when we talk about uh, Quay Birdsong today, which we are going to get to, um, some Cincy fans were like, oh, how does it feel? Yeah, we lost our number one recruit, uh, but how does it feel? You guys are still rated lower in recruiting than us. And if you go and look at the actual recruiting measures, yeah, they're rated higher than us, but if you think they've also signed like a, a three or four more players. That's the problem with the recruiting, right? Listen, UCF, notoriously the last couple of years, they have not recruited a lot. They haven't signed a lot of players in the class. They, they've signed a good chunk, and then they know they have to get transfer portal players. I have a feeling this class is going to be pretty big. Pretty big. Right now, UCF is ranked, on according to On3, UCF is ranked 36th in the nation. Folks, I'm going to say this right now before I talk about all these players. I have a feeling if we get some of these players that I think we're going to get, UCF will be a top 30 class. 
potentially top 25. Now, listen, I, I'm just saying. I'm saying potentially. Potentially. But some of these recruiting battles, I'm really liking. But let's start with Stacey Gage. Obviously, right now, our highest-rated recruit. Four-star. I think he's 91 composite on a two, on 247. Um, Rivals has him as the number 12th running back in the nation. We'll see if that goes down. Usually, once people sign with UCF, their numbers go down for some crazy reason. Um, but I think that's starting to change now. Uh, but Stacy Gage, if you watch, he's at St. Thomas Aquinas. Incredible running back. Cam Martin, I put out a tweet. I think Cam Martin has done as good of a job early on in his coaching career at UCF in regards to recruiting as anybody. Right? I mean... To be able to sign two of the top running backs in back-to-back classes, that is what UCF should be starting to do. But the fact that he's starting right now and getting a guy like Stacey Gage to commit for 24 and Tavion Swint to commit for 25, UCF has set at running back four years. You have Demarcus Bowman just waiting in the wings, right? You know R.J. Harvey's going to play this year and then he's going probably pro. DeMarcus Bowman probably takes over next year. And then you've got Stacey Gage and Tavion Swint ready to take over once DeMarcus. It's like, and who knows? I know Stacey Gage. Like, next year, he's going to get playing time. He's probably, he's not going to be your number one. And he might be. Or who knows what happens in camp. But he's definitely going to get play. And that's all you can ask for. Kid's a baller. Kid's a stud. And, again, you credit Cam Martin. You credit the coaching staff. He... I would give the most credit to Cam Martin because UCF wasn't even on Stacey Gage's radar until Martin came and joined the staff. But I think it says a lot that they were able to get him to now become a UCF Knight like that. Shut down his recruitment is now committed to the Knights and recruiting for the Knights. I think that's awesome. And I'm happy that we're continuing this hometown hero mantra and getting these players to commit to UCF and continue this th- this recruiting Florida. Recruiting Florida and getting those players to join. Because like we said many years prior, no offense to some of the previous coaching, but they weren't recruiting Florida like that. I think there was one recruiting class we had one Florida recruit. Couldn't happen. And I'm so glad. So glad. Because guess, listen, a lot of the guys I'm going to talk about today are Georgia guys. But... We're recruiting Central Florida, and that's what's important. So Stacey Gage, um, so happy and thrilled that he's he's joined uh, the 24 class. DJ McCormick, uh, linebacker out of Rockledge, Florida. I'm loving this guy's moxie. Uh, if you watch the tape, he can hit. He can hit. Um, Three-star, 87 overall composite. Um... I was doing the, the weird, you know, DJ, he he retweeted something that I really like. And again, we're going to talk about Mr. Birdsong here in a second. But the linebacking core recruiting wise in the 24 class could consist of DJ McCormick, Sam Robinson, and Quay Birdsong. I mean, talk about some linebackers right there. But getting to... DJ, I think we all kind of had a feeling. A couple of these guys, um, and DJ Allen, we kind of had a good feeling about them. Uh, it's it's interesting. You can really tell 
even over the last couple years, there's a couple guys that just seem like UCF guys. So, Sincere Edwards, right? Sincere Edwards has been pounding to be a UCF Knight for years now. Now, Pitt's making a push, but it kind of just seems like that's a lock, right? Because some of these guys, especially guys that, again, have grown up in Florida, live close, live nearby. Now, DJ Allen has not, but it seems like when they visit in the way that they speak about UCF, it's almost like you're like, okay, I'd be surprised if this person didn't come to UCF. And DJ was one of those guys where you're like, okay, you know, DJ McCormick's going to be a knight. Um, and it's good to get him early in this class, right? And to get him early in June. Uh, he moved up, or him and DJ Allen both moved up their recruitment and said, we're going to commit. DJ Allen was supposed to commit July 4th. And then we kind of had a feeling that he was going to commit. He Because he made a comment saying there's going to be a big boom on July 4th. And again, it was almost like he gave that. And he said, no, you know, I'll, I'll just commit right now. Uh, DJ Allen, I mean, he looks and, and talks and acts just like a beast and a man. Like, I'm really excited to see what he can develop and and grow into. Obviously, I'm from Tennessee. I think this is UCF's first Tennessee recruit. Or I, I'm, I have to do more research than that, but I'm pretty sure he is. Um, obviously, Coach Ingram from that Memphis area, I'm sure that had some effect. He had some some big time offers. Decided not to to go on his other official visits and just to commit to UCF. So those three recruits, I am so pumped for. I mean, I'm so pumped for them and their family. Um, I don't think any of those guys. Now again, never say never. I don't think any of those guys are going to be decommitting. I think they're going to definitely stay. Um, committed to UCF um, and and help build this class. You can already say, DJ McCormick keeps saying that, uh, you know, we ain't done yet, and all of them are saying that. Um, so it should be interesting who those are, and we're going to talk about that right now. Um, these are guys that I kind of think are more than likely not. They're definitely, okay, let me rephrase. More than likely, they should be a knight. A lot can happen. A lot of these guys are going to be committing at the beginning of July, um, maybe a little bit past that. But these are guys I do really feel good about. We'll start with the big one. Uh, yesterday, Quay Birdsong. Since uh, he commit, uh, love Cincinnati, uh, and love whenever we could beat him at anything, uh, let alone stealing their number one recruit on the board. Um, obviously, linebacker Ernie Sims has done a phenomenal job, like we've said, bringing in Sam Robinson, DJ McCormick, um, and now potentially Quay Birdsong. I mean, what a stud of a linebacker. Um, he's kind of the guy that I've wanted the most in this recruiting cycle. Um, ever since I knew that he was going to, he's had interest in UCF and, and Ernie Sims. Um, I've wanted him. Now I knew he was a since he commit. Rob loves him for his name. Uh, he will not shut up about his name and says that needs to be on a UCF jersey and a UCF roster. I'm pretty sure Rob did say he would be buying this man's jersey if he committed to UCF. And to be honest, I probably would too, and it'd probably be hanging behind me. Um, I'm moving, actually. I'm in the process of moving. So you're going to get a new backdrop here in about a couple weeks. I literally don't even know what I'm doing yet with the backdrop. It's going to be different. It's going to be new, um, fresh for the Big 12. We'll see how that all works out. But I am really thinking that this is a lock. I'm pretty sure that this 
kid is going to join the Knights, and I cannot express how excited I would be, not just for UCF, but for Quay Birdsong. Because I feel like, I think he would really shine in this defense, and I think he'd get a lot of playing time very early on. Um, So if UCF could lock him down, that would be awesome. So this one, I don't... So... The it's I nobody knows the full story on Derek LeBlanc, right? Um, nobody wants to be because clearly it seems like there's a family situation going on with Derek. Um, and I hope everything is okay and thoughts or prayers with Derek's family. Um, but obviously, he it, he's left Oklahoma. He's entered his name in the transfer portal. Um, now he's a 2023 recruit. I think most of us are very familiar with Derek. Um, he was best friends. He was on the Osceola Cowboys, um, played with John Walker, Jakeem Jackson, and they were all assuming they were going to play together. A lot of teams assumed if, if you're getting one, you're getting all three. And the way it ended up, is they each went to a different spot. Jakeem went to Florida, John Walker went to UCF, and Derek went to Oklahoma. Now, Derek just recently said he's entering the transfer portal, and he said that, you know, there's some family situation going back home, and that, you know, that's why he's kind of decided to leave. Um, I don't, we don't know the full story, and we don't know everything going on, but knowing everything and kind of thinking about the greater picture, I would assume that UCF would be a spot for Derek. Um, The question is, is UCF going to be interested? I would say absolutely. Uh, He's a hell of a player. And I think if you have the roster spot and you have the, uh, if you have the scholarship, you give it to Derek. Um, We'll see how that plays out. I'm very confident to say he will be a knight, but we'll obviously see how it plays out. I don't know what the situation is, and I don't know. I think I watched a Florida um, reporter say it too. Like, obviously, Florida would be interested, but I don't know if Florida has any scholarships available. So I think it's that time of year where you have 85 scholarships. Is there one available? I think you make one available for him, but obviously you're not going to take one away from a kid to give it to him. Another one that chose you to begin with. But it would be amazing if Derek LeBlanc could be a knight because that was my goal. I was like, I hope Derek will switch and become a knight with John. But we'll see on that. Um, Kylan Fox. So Kylan Fox, FSU fans are, are loving because one person on 247 put a crystal ball to Florida State. Though that might be true, though he might be a seminal. I am just getting the vibe that he is a knight consistently. Um, his mom, uh, Miss Fox, um, I found it very interesting. Uh, Kylan, she, I, I think I forgot who posted on Instagram, but Kylan's mom put it on her uh, Twitter and po- put like a little tag in there. And I quote tweeted it saying, loving those gloves because he had UCF gloves on. And what do you know? She deleted the tweet. She deleted the tweet. And there's just a couple things that Kylan is like kind of subtly hinting to. That he might be a knight. I think he's related to Stacey Gage. I'm pretty sure he's related. Unless I've just completely misread that. 
I'm pretty sure that they are related like cousins. I think Kylan Fox is going to be a night, guys. I am, I'm willing to bet something. I'm will, And I hope Seminole fans can come at me and say I'm wrong. There is a significant hunch that I've had for a while now that Kylan Fox is a night. And I want him to be a night. I wrote, that is my, I said for so long, he is my number one recruit on the board for the Knights. That is my number one recruit. Now, I will also say this. Seems like UCF is in play for another big time tight end. And if you can get both of these, I might faint. I have stairs in this place. I might faint down the stairs. Tavion Galloway, LSU commit. He's taking a visit today to UCF. Wouldn't be shocked by the time you saw this episode, he's posted a picture inside the facility. Now, there's a lot of other teams that are interested. Alabama is one of them. Arizona State. Uh, If you can get Kylan Fox and Tavion Galloway in this same class, this is going to be a top 30 class. Maybe even top 25. That's what I'm saying. If you can get these guys to commit, and I'm not even talking about Walt Claire Flynn Jr., who I uh, I will bet a lot of money will commit. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about Eddie Pierre Lewis, who I'm a little eh on, but I, like, by eh, I mean I really want him, but I don't know if he's going to commit, right? I think I'd put a lot of money on Walt Claire Flynn. If you can get two top tight ends off the board this year, and you have Randy Pittman, boy, 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 that'd be insane. That'd be insane. I'm very confident on both those guys. Obviously, with Tavion, I don't know. I know he's taking a visit with us tomorrow. Um, we'll see if he actually commits. I would guess not. But I also don't know if he's going to have... Because, again, you can only commit to the end of this month. Or you can only... Not commit. You can only take your official official visit. It, like, the window ends. So I wonder if he's going to kind of schedule one or two more quick visits and then maybe commit in July. But I would not be shocked if if he left the building today knowing he's going to be a knight. Um, which I don't know how that, how that would impact Kylan Fox. But a Kylan Fox has already said he's willing to go to Florida State, and Florida State's got the number one tight end on the board right now for 2024. So we'll see on that, but I would love both of them. I kind of have a soft... I, I kind of want Kylan Fox more, surprisingly. I know some people might be surprised by that. I want Kylan Fox way more. But I'll take both. I'll take both of them. And then another one that I would love in Florida State fans probably are going to say, we don't care. We don't care. We have so many cool players that we don't care. LeWayne McCoy looks like he's going to be a knight too. Right? He, he came out and said that, you know, UCF is kind of viewing him to take over Javon Baker's spot and that's kind of their pitch it's like most likely Baker's out after this year come and come and take his spot and for all of the oh we don't need him I mean they have Tawaski Abrams um and listen I'm sure Florida State you know they're fine right they are but as of this moment, as of this recording, he is their number four highest recruit as of right now. You know? So, it's not nothing. Um, and I feel very confident on him. I think he wants to... He's clearly been dipping the toe 
in finding a different school. And I think UCF is probably pretty high up there. He's been liking a lot of UCF stuff. Now, again, Twitter is just Twitter. There's a lot of other things that are included in that. But LeWayne McCoy. Bro, well, if you get LeWayne McCoy and Cason Stokes, or Cason Stokes, boy, wow. This might be one of the greatest, if not the greatest, UCF recruiting classes. And again, like I said this for the 23 class. Like, if you look at the 23 class, which again... The 23 class was very recent. I feel like I just... You know what's crazy, guys? I feel like I just talked about the 23 class. Like, we just talked about it. So, when I'm on On3, according to On3, UCF was the 39th ranked recruiting class in the nation. You got John Walker, Isaiah Nixon, Andrew Harris, uh, Jamark Morris, Braden Marshall, Caven Call, Randy Pittman. I mean, you got some heavy hitters, man. Some heavy, heavy hitters. And I mean, to literally, right now, according to On3, and this is just, obviously, we are in June. To have the 36th highest or the, in the nation, 36th recruiting class, and the second in the Big 12, with an average class score of 26.73, which I'm only going to assume is going up, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, obviously, if we go to 247, I mean, 247 has us 46th. 247, though, for some reason, they just, like, I don't know what their deal is with some of these recruits, but they really, you know, they got to step up their game. Like, they have Stacey Gage as, like, the, I have to look at the the rate, the 23rd running back in in the nation. I'm like, he's much better than that. You're crazy. But, all right. Guys, that's going to do it for this episode of, of Charge On. Uh, a lot of good thing and exciting things. I mean, got the NBA draft next week. Um, we will not have an episode. Uh, we'll have an episode next week. I don't know yet. We'll see where um, Hendricks lands. Not confident he's going to the Magic now. Not confident. But, always potential. Always potential, and I want him. But, not confident. But, we'll talk about that next week. We'll see. I'm I'm assuming UCF's going to get another damn recruit commit at some point here in the next couple days, couple weeks. Um, July's going to be a fun month, guys. July's going to be a fun, fun month. And then you're in August. And then we're just chilling. We're ready to go. We're ready to for some UCF football in the Big 12. July 1 is only two weeks away. We'll have an, a, a July 1 extravaganza when UCF is officially in the Big 12. More details on that next week. All right, guys. Very exciting time. Excited to see who else we can get and what booms could happen. This has been Charge On, presented by Bet Online. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.